46th episode of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP, where we talk about baseball, drinks, high school chemistry, and everything else under the sun. I'm Dorian. DiCarlo is in Papua New Guinea filming a documentary on bats with David Attenborough. That's really cool stuff. And on today's podcast, we're going solo again. It's going to be you and me, my friend. On And for the for this uh, 46th episode, we burn things down in 90210, slam in Tampa Bay, place a long-distance phone call to Miss Cleo, and doggy swim in the Olympic pool. And before you ask, yes, I'm in the janitor's closet, sitting on an overturned bucket, drinking and talking to myself again. <laughs> so what are you drinking? I don't know where you're drinking because I can't see you, but I'm going to tell you what I'm drinking. It's called Tropic Smoothie, uh, Tropic Smoothie style seltzer with blackberries and blueberries from a local American brewery. As you know, we love supporting American jobs here. America. Crooked Run Brewing in Sterling, Virginia. It's, and I'm telling you, I'm, I've, I've had a little bit before I started recording and it tastes there's some seltzer in it, but it tastes more like a smoothie, which exactly it, it, it's in the damn name, smoothie style. But there's a effervescence about it, which I love because it's summer, it's hot. And today I'm going to talk to you about the man who invented seltzer, Jason Priestley, the man who played Brandon Walsh in the 1990 show, 90210. <laughs> Okay, that's enough for the 90210 theme song. <laughs> and I'm actually wrong because Jason Priestley did not invent the seltzer. It's actually a man by the name of Joseph Priestley, but I still love hearing that song in moderation. If you listen to like three minutes of it on YouTube, it gets really boring. But the first 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 seconds are awesome. <laughs> much like the theme song of HBP, written by DiCarlo, who, like I said, who's, uh, he's in Papua New Guinea. But anyways, I want to tell you about, J uh, J I already told you about Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley. I'm going to tell you about Joseph Priestley. He was a polymath of the 18th century. Does that mean he had multiple wives? No, 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 no. Not, he wasn't a polygamist. He was a polymath. And a polymath is a person who has a lot, uh, he has, a polymath is someone who has a wide range of knowledge. This guy was a smarty pants. Look, he helped found Unitarianism in England. Unitarianism is a Christian belief that has it, that God is one entity versus other Christian branches say that it's three entities into one God. He wrote a seminal English grammar instruction textbook, basically is what we would call it today, by the name of The Rudiments of English Grammar, published in 1761. He invented carbonated water, what I, which I hold in this cup that I'm, I'm drinking out of, in 1767. This guy had, had influences of religion, in science, in English grammar. Yes, when did this guy have time to sleep? I don't know, because he's in the great school book in the sky, whatever, the, the great classroom in the sky. Other names for carbonated water are soda water, sparkling water, fizzy water, and seltzer water. So how in the world does one invent carbonated water? Basically, he was pouring water 
between cups suspended up, uh, uh, two cups suspended above, above a vat of fermenting beer. And he called this process, quote, impregnating water with fixed air, end quote. Again, this guy's a polymath. He's probably borderline genius. I don't have to understand what he was doing. I'm just going to enjoy what he actually invented. Oh, and P.S., he also discovered oxygen in 1774. Again, when did Joseph Priestley have time to sleep? It's crazy. And Mr. Priestley, he's actually from England. I didn't, I didn't say that before, but he, he discovered uh, carbonated water in Leeds, England, which is uh, in the north of England. Excuse me, I'm drinking. And during this time, it, it, it's, if you stayed awake during high school history class, this was around the time, all the 1760-something, 1770-something, it's right around the time of the American Revolution. Joseph Priestley supported the French Revolution. He supported the American Revolution. And so in England, they looked at him with suspicion. And he actually was the cause of something called the Priestley Riots of 1791. Basically, this mob in Birmingham burned down his house, burned down the churches that he was preaching at. And it was very violent. Uh, he, he eventually, he and his family had to flee to the United States and they ended up settling in Pennsylvania where he, years later, he passed away in Pennsylvania. So the great villain of American 18th century, George III, he said, quote, I cannot but feel better pleased that Priestley is the sufferer for the doctrines he and his party have instilled and that the people see them in their true light, end quote. So as you can tell, George III was actually happy that people almost killed Joseph Priestley by burning down his house and denying him the rights to earn a living. So anyways, so here we are. He invented seltzer, but it wasn't until the 20th century that someone, decide, someone decided, why don't we put alcohol in that? <laughs> Which is always a great answer to anything. Why don't we put alcohol in there? And Zima was the first hard seltzer. It came out back in 1993. But right now, Zima is only available in Japan, where they just finished up the Olympics. And for those of you who don't know, Mountain Dew, yes, Mountain Dew, that green liquid goo is coming out with a hard seltzer. Gross. You better believe I am never drinking the hard seltzer. I'm not drinking Mountain Dew. I'm not drinking Mountain Dew hard seltzer on this show or in my private life when I'm not sitting on an overturned bucket. So, excuse me, I need, to, I need to open up another bottle of this Tropic Noir thingamajig. And my fingers look like bar, look, look like the blood of Barney the dinosaur. I don't know if kids even listen to that stuff anymore. But anyways, my friend, whatever you're doing, if you're inventing your new seltzer, if you're brewing beer at home, if you're drinking the new Mountain Dew Heart Seltzer at your local, soft, uh, your local softball league, Send us a picture. We always want to celebrate what everyone's enjoying their beautiful summer. You know our Twitter handle. I know it, but I'm going to remind you. It's at HBP4040. And when you send us a picture of whatever it is that you're enjoying, use the hashtag HBP, HBP drink, and we'll retweet it. We'll be happy to. And this week, there's been some happy fans of the Tampa Bay Rays because they have been hitting grand slams like just for fun, just for complete and utter fun. It's been insane. I just had another drink. So the Tampa Bay Rays are on a, or have been on a road trip. They went to Baltimore 
to play the Baltimore Orioles back on the 7th of August. The Rays won 12 to 3. Not a surprise because the Rays are really, I'm sorry, the Rays, the Baltimore Orioles are a really bad team. Now, the Rays infielder, because, you know, the Rays, they don't have set positions for their players. They just, they just plug and play. It's incredible how, they're all, how versatile they are. So I'm just going to say Rays player, Brandon Lau, he hit a grand slam in the top of the eighth inning. And obviously the base is loaded. And afterwards, Lowe said, quote, walking to the plate, I'd be lying if I said that it didn't go through my head, end quote. And by it, he means hitting a home run, hitting a grand slam, which he did. He drove in four runs in one swing of the bat. And he, Brandon, Brandon Lau actually ended up having eight RBIs in that 7th of August win against the Baltimore Orioles where they just destroyed them 12 to three. And then the very next day, the very next night, I'm having another drink. On the 8th of August, the Rays won again, nine to six. This time it was Rays player, Brandon Phillips. He hit a grand slam at the top of the eighth inning. Does that, does that ring a bell? Again with the eighth inning? Again with the eighth inning? Again. I don't know what it is, but there's like some eighth inning magic with the Tampa Bay Rays. And if you guys remember, Brett, uh, Brett Phillips was the one who had the game-winning hit in game four of the 2020 World Series. And he was just like, he was walking around like he had just lost his mind, like not like going, jumping up and down. He was just an utter disbelief back in game four, October of 2020 against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I love Brett Phillips. He has such pure joy. He's not the best player in the world. He's not even the best player on the race team. He has so much joy, which is awesome. And the Rays have dominated the Orioles this year in 2021. They have had 11 wins. They've only lost once which if you're a good team in any sport, I don't care if it's baseball, soccer, foot, uh, football, basketball, if you're a good team, you're supposed to dominate the ungood teams, just to be diplomatic. 11 wins, they've only lost one to the, once to the Orioles, and they've outscored, the Rays have outscored the Orioles 94 runs to 49. That is, that's, that's like your big brother beating down on you, and you can't do anything about it. So as I'm watching the Orioles, the Orioles, I'm watching the Rays and the Orioles play and the Rays hitting grand slams basically every single night. I thought, and you, and you now you guys know how I'm thinking here. I thought of that, that hit song, Just Slam by Onyx. This came out back in the, this must have come out like in 93 as well. I don't really remember, but Onyx is a hip hop group from Queens, New York, which I know DeCarlo will love once he finishes his documentary out in Papua New Guinea. But you're asking me, Dorian, just slam Onyx? What? What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you what that's, I'm going to tell you what the song is because you know I love doing karaoke on the, on the podcast. The one that goes, dun 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 let the boys be boys, dun, just slam, dun 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 make boys be boys. Just slam. If you need to get hyped up for anything in your life, go on YouTube, go on Spotify, go on whatever SoundCloud, whatever it is you have your music account and type in Just Slam by Onyx. That's going to hype you up for whatever it is that you're, about, that you're about to do in your life. So, again. So, as the, the awesome sounds of Just Slam da, 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 are is ringing in your ears, I'm going to go back to the Tampa Bay Rays. On the 11th of August, the Rays went up to Boston 
to play the Boston Red Sox. It was a, this is a big series because it, the Tampa Bay Rays are in first place in American League East. The Boston Red Sox are in second place. So on the 11th of August, the uh, Red Sox won 20 to eight. They beat down the Rays. It was, it was a pretty bad beat down. It was basically a football score. It was like the New England Patriots had a, what, two touchdowns, two field goals, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a touchdown and a two-point conversion. But anyways, it, it, it's, it's pretty bad. But you already know what's happening next. Brett Phillips hit another grand slam, not in the eighth inning, in the top of the ninth inning. The Red Sox were winning 20 to one going into the ninth inning. And then the <laughs> they must have brought their, 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 their worst reliever in because the Rays ended up scoring seven runs in the top of the ninth inning, which concluded with a final score of 28. And I mean, the Rays have been really good they've had they lead the league in 36 come from behind wins that's crazy and before this lot that's bad loss against it was not bad it's just it happens it's baseball it's, it's it's competition before the loss to the red sox the rays had won five straight games one two three four five every single one of them was a come from behind win it's crazy like you, they're, they're like they're like vampires you can't kill them and look, I have to, you guys know, I'm a big Tampa Bay Rays fan, but I have to tip my hat to them because at the beginning of the year, I didn't even think that they might make the playoffs. And here we are in the middle of August and they're in first place in the American League East and they're scoring runs. The reason why I didn't think the Rays were going to do really, were, were, they weren't going to be bad. I didn't think they were going to be really good was because of the offense. But actually, the Rays are scoring the fourth most runs in Major League Baseball. They're averaging 5.14 runs a game, which is good for fourth. It's crazy. Number one is Houston, the Houston Astros, which are uh, they're my dark horse to come out of the American League to go to the World Series. But that's neither here nor there. So I, I'm giving it up. Cheers. Uh, a heart seltzer. Cheers. A blue and blackberry cheers. Joseph Priestley singing 90210 songs. Uh, yeah. Rays, good. Rays, very good. What am I, Neanderthal in, in, in the cave? Actually, yeah, because the bucket I'm sitting on is very Neanderthal-ish. So anyways, cheers to the Rays. Cheers to Onyx, the, the, the I'm about to say Brooklyn, the Queens hip-hop group, and the Tampa Bay Rays for hitting a bunch of Grand Slams this past week I was drinking. So... With the Rays hitting all these grand slams, because those balls have to go far. And we know we've been missing DiCarlo. And because he's, he's far away, he was in space like two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he was uh, with Jacques Cousteau in the deep blue seat. And now he's with David Attenborough. If you guys don't know David Attenborough, he's the one that made, he, not, I don't want to say he made, but he narrated the amazing BBC documentary called uh, Planet Earth. And then there's another one that he came out maybe like five or eight years ago. He's brilliant. So yeah, he's, so my weekly prediction, because Miss Cleo, I, I asked Miss Cleo, I was like, when is DiCarlo coming back? And my week, Miss Cleo time, AKA weekly predictions, call me now, is that DiCarlo will wrap up shooting documentary in Papua New Guinea and will rejoin us next week on the HVP episode number 47. So I know DiCarlo's out there somewhere. He doesn't have internet access, but I know I know that he knows that I know that Miss Cleo's right. 
You know what else I know? We always have to pay bills in our life. We have to pay for our rent, our mortgage, if you have a car, if you have kids. This is where our show sponsor comes in. Child World. All the fun packed into one toy store. Believe it or not, we have only 16 shopping weeks to go before Christmas. I said it. We only have 16 shopping weeks before Christmas. Find the latest Cabbage Patch Kids and Teddy Ruxpin at Child World. When you shop with us, remember, we're the store that looks like a castle. Take it from the Child World mascot, Peter Panda, who says, find your fun at Child World. Thank you very much, Peter Panda, Child World, Teddy Ruxpin, and people. I know it's the middle of summer and we're all sweating our bum bums off and while we're drinking but you better get on that shopping list and you got to go to child world our last segment today is what's on the mind of what's on my mind a lot but for this podcast it was weird because the olympics wrapped up what about a week ago just like you i didn't i didn't watch it i wasn't interested in it i didn't care but the handful of times that I was on my couch, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I turned the TV on a few times. Every, I, I swear to you, every single time I went, I flipped the channel to NBC, which is the official channel of the Olympiads, whatever their nonsense slogan is. Every single time, people, it was the USA, the women's USA water polo team. And I... I, I like sports. I like competition. And I'm watching this like just flabbergasted. It's like, what is this sport? People, if you know, if you get water polo, tweet at us. Let me know what I'm missing because I, I understand it. It's incredibly simple. I mean, all they do is just swim from one goal to the other. They have like these caps on. They have these, one, the women wear one piece suits and the men wear like a Speedos almost. I didn't, I didn't watch any of the men's one. The two or three times I honestly turned on, it was always the women's USA water polo team. I forget who they played the first time. They won. Look, cheers to the women's USA water polo team. They've now won three consecutive Olympic gold medals. But uh, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's Here's a ball. Apparently, in water polo, you can't use both hands to catch it. So you have to throw with one hand, catch with the other. If you throw it like in front of the goalie, there's a penalty. People were going under and swimming away. It's like, oh, so-and-so, it's, a, it's a, like a 60-second violation. It was like some kind of ice hockey like offsides or, or, or two-minute penalty. I have no idea. The last game I watched, the last time I turned the TV on, was here we were, the women's USA team against Spain in the gold medal match. I think the USA was up one, uh, no, two, I don't even know what to call it, two nothing, two goals up against Spain in the first period, the first half, first quarter. I have no idea. I don't get this water polo stuff, people. Help me understand water polo. And I'm thinking, why is this called water polo? Why is polo, you know, the one where these guys, because I've never seen women do it, but usually it's guys, polo on horses with those things hitting balls up and down a field. Why do they get to call it polo? Why can't, why doesn't, why isn't that called horse polo? 
if it's water polo, why can't these men and women ride dolphins, manatees, a giant tortoise, tortoise, a hippopotamus? Because I've seen plenty of those amazing documentaries in Africa, and there's a lot of hippopotamuses like like to go in the water. Okay, I don't, I'm going silly here, but and no hate mail from PETA. I don't get it. That's what's been on my mind in sports this past week. Besides, you know, uh, what do you call it? Onyx. <laughs> And the Tampa Bay race and everyone, everything else like that. So water polo, I have zero interest in ever watching it again, but I watched it and I wanted to share with you how flabbergasted I was because there's really, I, 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 there was really nothing to do when it came to watching the Olympics, except maybe watch the uh, men's United, the men's uh, U S basketball team lose the first game against France and then win against France for the gold medal. So cheers to the men's basketball team. Cheers to the women polo. The dynasty is what they call it. Because apparently their goalkeeper is the best goalkeeper in the world. Whatever it is that you do in water polo. So thank you. that Thank you for letting me share what's on my mind. It's all jumbled together, but it makes sense. The more you drink some of this hard seltzer. So ladies and gentlemen, I know I was joking about hippopotamuses, giant tortoises and stuff, but we love pets. Hippopotamuses and dolphins don't make for good pets because they're probably too big for your home, but there are other pets that have feathers, that have four legs and such. Tweet us a picture of your pet looking at you, sleeping next to you, or I've seen, cre- I've seen people be very creative on these TikTok videos or Instagram where they do funny things with their pets. Whatever you want, send it to us. We're going to retweet it because here at HPP, we love pets. Almost as much. No, no, we love pets. We love drinking almost as much as pets. That's what I wanted to say. Our Twitter handle is at HPP4040. We will retweet your pictures, your pet's picture. Use the hashtag HBPets, H-B-P-E-T-S. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for spending the last 22 minutes with me. Nice, easy, short, beautiful, to the point. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Rate us because it helps the analytics. You can find Hipster Baseball Podcast on Spotify. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, again, HBP4040, and send us your feedback We would love to hear from you. My drink will be in the show notes. Join us next time for a brand new episode like the smell of fresh leather of HBP, Hipster Baseball Podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.